Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Hello, beautiful artist friends. I hope you're having a great day. I'm having a wonderful day and um, I wanted to talk to you guys today about five ways to increase your self-esteem after an art rejection. So um, this is still August, the end of August, and we are still focusing on the concept of how to deal with rejection in a healthy way. And so um, yeah, I wanted to talk about how to increase your self-esteem after an art rejection because it is a little bit of a blow to your ego. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I've definitely experienced it. Um, most all artists have experienced it. So how do you really bounce back like emotionally? Like what are some actual steps that you can take that will help you get back on track and help you feel good about yourself again? Because you do need to feel good about yourself in order to keep on applying to things and keep on um, making work and you need to feel good within yourself. Um, so it is key to know how to, to um, bounce back, especially if you've been rejected from an opportunity that you really put a lot of stock in. You really respect that opportunity and you were really hoping to um, place in it or win or be included. Okay, so number one... Um, you must remember, so the first thing, when you get that rejection letter, um, and you're like, oh, I just feel so disappointed. First of all, it's okay to feel disappointed. Um, it happens to everyone and, um, you are not alone. Okay. And if you have trouble with, um, dealing with somebody not including your work, I recommend that you go back and listen to my other podcasts on this topic of rejection because I talk about how basically a curator's decision may have absolutely nothing to do with your art. So um, so take a look at that or listen to that if you're having trouble with that. But yes, um, so you're going to feel disappointed at first, but one thing that you can really remember when you get a uh, rejection letter is that you have a bigger purpose for your career, for your art. You have a bigger, your art is bigger than this opportunity. And this goes back to knowing the reasons why you paint and why you believe it is important that you paint what you paint. You know, you're creating a world within your artwork. You're creating this, um, this space for people to step inside that is you know, really such an expression of your spirit and what you believe is important in the world and um, what is a solace for you. And it's really such a expression of life for you. And, you know, really grounding in that, grounding in that integrity of what you make as an artist and really feeling like what you make matters. 
you know, that is going to really help you if you are rejected. And, you know, you can just go back to, well, you know, I'm creating the absolute best thing that I know how, and I believe it's meaningful and somebody else is going to find that meaning, even if this person doesn't, um, or maybe they even saw that meaning, but it just wasn't the right fit for the show. So when you are very grounded in your, um, purpose as an artist, you know why you create, you know that it's important to the human race, to your life, to, um, to your collectors. You just believe that art is like a great thing to do. And it's, it's something that you can participate in with integrity and with, um, you know, like it's meaningful. When you believe that truly, then nobody can take that away from you. It's like a calling. So Remember the bigger purpose for your art career and that will help to take the sting away from any rejection because you will remember that your art career and your calling is bigger than one opportunity no matter how awesome that opportunity is. Number two, remind yourself of your achievements so far. So you've done amazing things that seemed insurmountable and you will do it again. So think of like all the things that you've achieved so far. Maybe you have um, graduated high school. I mean, back in high school, right? Seemed like high school would last forever. And you achieved that. You graduated high school. Maybe you've gone to college or maybe you've even gotten your master's degree. And those things are a tremendous amount of work, like tremendous amount of work. And you went through and you did all of that. You completed it and you graduated and that's like an amazing thing and maybe it was even difficult to get into the school that you wanted to like it was for me um i had to apply three times you know over the course of like two and a half years and i finally got in and was able to go to my dream school so um you know at that time that was like a major goal of mine and it took a lot. I mean, I had to make three new bodies of work within the space of like a year and a half. And, um, and it, it was, it was definitely challenging and very anxiety provoking because you never know if all that work is actually going to pay, pay off or not. But if you keep your intention really pure and you know that this is, this is the path for you, I believe that the way will open up. Absolutely. It will eventually. So Remind yourself of your achievements so far. You've done amazing things. You will do amazing things again. And whether or not it's this opportunity or another opportunity that's even better suited for you and your work, it is, it's going to be awesome. And um, yeah, you are capable of doing anything you set your mind to. So think of the achievements you've done, even like not within your art career. Maybe you Um, Maybe you had like a fitness goal and you accomplished that and it was really challenging for you. Or maybe you, um, maybe you bought a house and you rehabbed it and you were really proud of that. Or maybe you gave birth and you were, you know, it was difficult for you and you were able to, you know, do that. Um, There's so many things that are really challenging for a lot of people to do. And if you have accomplished something that you're really proud of, go back to that and be like, yes, I am awesome. I did this, this, and this, and that just proves to myself I can do anything I set my mind to. If I could do it before, I'm even more capable of doing something awesome now. And maybe it's not this opportunity. Maybe maybe it'll be something even better. But I'm awesome because 
I was able to do all this. And that proves to myself that it is possible in the future. Okay, so remind yourself of your achievements. Number three, do something fun to take your mind off the situation and to remember that you are more than your career. You are more than your art practice. Also, it's usually the things outside of art that inspire our art. So do something fun. Um, so unless you like paint still lifes of studio objects and or you do like reproductions of masterworks, your artwork is often inspired by your life, right? Things outside of the studio, things outside of art history, things things that have relevance to your life, like maybe the town that you are living in or maybe places you've traveled, people you know, portraits of people that you know in real life, Um you know, experiences that you've had within yourself, um, visual representations of that. So artwork that's really powerful is really specific and really personal to your life. And the more, I've heard this quote, and I forget who originally said it, but the more specific your art is, the more universal it will be. Because um, the specific experiences that we have as humans, um, you know, when we when we actually represent our specific experiences, people will recognize the feeling within that and it'll resonate within them. So, so do something fun. I mean, and don't even do it like, um, thinking about, oh, I have to do this because I, I need to gain inspiration for my art. No, just think about, think about what you want to do just like for fun, for pleasure. Um, like, me, I, I like hiking. So I just like doing that. It's not even to like get inspiration. Although, you know, um, the woods and the forests, they end up in my artwork all the time, but I do it because without any other end in mind, other than just to enjoy that experience. So I like doing that. I like going running. I love swimming. Um, you know, I love, anything with horses. So like horse, um, horse races or horse games or anything like that, um, or riding horses. So I like doing all those things and yes, those things do end up finding their way into my work. However, even if they didn't, I would still just love doing them and love experiencing those things. So what are some things that you would want to do just for fun? It could be as simple as going out to dinner with a friend, or it could be, you know, a trip, you know, far away to go spelunking or something. (laughs) Um, Something that is just super fun and reminds you that you are a full human being. You are not just an artist. You are also many, many other things. You have many sides to you, like the faces of a diamond, right? And um, don't neglect those other sides as much as art is such a big part of your life because it is those moments of truly living and experiencing life, you know, with other people or solo having these experiences that are going to make your work that much more passionate, that much more interesting, that much more specific. Um, But yeah, just let go of your art career for several hours or a day or even a weekend and do something fun, like block out that time to really do something fun. And it will help you um, not put all of your identity into 
that specific um, that specific thing that you are rejected from because life is bigger than just that opportunity and life is bigger than even your art career. So your art career is a part of who you are. It's a big part of who you are, but um, you have other facets to you as well. So take your mind off of it. Do something fun. Even if it's just a walk in the park, remember that you're more than your career and your art practice. Okay. So number four, recalibrate. So take your art, the art that you applied with, the art that was rejected, and think about what other opportunities you could apply for using that same work, okay? Because like, just because your art is rejected from an opportunity, do not throw that art out or say, well, I guess that was just like, you know, a waste of time or whatever. No, um, that was a pure moment of inspiration for you and it deserves to be seen. And also, also artists, we need to be thinking about our inventory like it is, it's, it's really, it is our inventory and we need to be thinking strategically about it. You know, if your artwork is not being exhibited in this one opportunity that you were hoping to exhibit it in, then there are other opportunities that may be right for it. So you should always be exhibiting your work somewhere. And um, so just think about what you could apply to using the same work. There are so many amazing opportunities out there. And this will also give you a sense of power over your destiny. Like nothing will get you down because you're just going to keep going. You're going to keep making your work. It's going to keep getting better and better. You're going to keep applying to things. And eventually people are going to start to notice and they're going to start to... Um, you know, they're, they're really going to start to, you're going to get more acceptances than rejections eventually. And you're going to get so many opportunities coming to you that you're going to have to turn them down. But until that happens, you know, take that art that was rejected and put it out there for another opportunity. And if you don't have like the, the spirit in you to do this, if you're like, I can't take another, you know, another opportunity being rejected or whatever, you can always like have have somebody else apply. Like you can, (laughs) you can have like, you can hire an assistant and you can have them like apply, give them a list of opportunities, give them like your CV, your bio, your artist statement, give them everything they need and then say, apply to these opportunities and they can do that. And and that way you don't have to be quite as invested in, you know, the actions of actually applying to things. Um, You know, or, you know, if you have somebody close to you, like, um, like a spouse or, um, I don't know, like your mom or something, um, you could, you could ask them to help you as well. So then it doesn't become quite as, um, quite as scary to keep, to keep putting yourself out there. Um, especially if you have somebody who really believes in what you do and they're helping you, it can really, it can really boost your confidence and your self-esteem to keep going. And then, okay, so yes, it gives you a sense of power over your destiny if you keep applying for things and that nothing will get you down. And then number five is learn from the experience. So ask your intuition what the reason for the rejection was. And honestly, like a lot of times we you might not know, your intuition might not know, you know, um, or you may get an answer that's like, there were just so many, 
there were so many um, applications that you just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Or it may be like, um, well, the, you know, they were looking for something bigger. They were looking for something smaller. Or you may get something like, well, um, it was because I didn't finish it to the level that I really felt like I needed to. And, you know, you, you actually didn't feel like you were finished with it when you applied. So it could be something like that. Um, and when you, or it could be, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time on my proposal and I feel like I could have written a better proposal. So just think of like, what were, what were some ways that you could be more aligned with this opportunity next time? And what shifts could you make to present your work better? Maybe you could take better photography, photography of your work. Um, maybe you could, maybe you could work on your work a little bit longer so that it, it really stands out as something that you feel like is your best work. Try to think objectively as if you were your own client. So imagine if, you know, you had never met yourself and you were, you were assigned the career of this artist to help them. What would you say to yourself? Like, what do you actually need to do to get to the next level? Then write a list of actionable ways to improve your odds next time. Like for me, um, let's see here, a list of actionable ways to improve your odds next time. I think that um, the, I'm thinking of a couple of different things that I entered this year. I think they were looking for something smaller, actually. So maybe I could make really exquisite small things that are more easily included in exhibitions. Um, I think that perhaps uh, some of the exhibitions were looking for something without a figure in it. Um, so maybe um, some options without a figure in it. I think that um, also I could probably work on my figures a little bit more and make them a little bit more um, luminous and um, I don't know, highly finished, I guess. So if, if you're going to go for a highly finished, I think you should really go all the way. So those are just some things that go, come off the top of my head from my own experience, but that's about my own work. And when you ask your intuition, how you can be better, how you can be more aligned with the opportunities that you're shooting for, um, you know, you will get an answer and, and, you know, trust that answer. It's your intuition speaking to you and it's your intuition wanting you to succeed. So, and it'll be different for each and every one of you. So those are five ways to increase your self-esteem after an art rejection and for you to help, to help you feel a little bit more in control of your art career, in control of your life. And like, this isn't the end of everything when you get a rejection. It is just a stepping stone and you will absolutely get through it. So in other news, I'm having an open studio this month. Um, actually, it's going to be next month. Today is August 27th and uh, my open studio is August, uh, September 4th. So it's in just a couple of days. If you're in the Philly area, you can um, register to come by. Um, we're doing timed um, free tickets so that we're doing this very responsibly. Masks are requested 
Um, but it will be in person and it'll be awesome. I'll have some champagne and this will be the closing reception for Wild Love, which is really exciting. And then, oh, and that'll, that'll be in the show notes. So if you want to go to that, you can just um, click the show notes and register for that. And it'll be in the Philadelphia area, free parking also. Um, other things that are going on, Eric Contemporary, the new Pre-Raphaelites, the um, exhibition deadline is coming up. Uh, to submit your work for the new Pre-Raphaelites Illumination, which is going to be an online show now. It's going to be an online exhibition because Harcum College has um, requested us to make it online instead of in person due to the Delta variant. So we are doing that online. So no shipping is required. Um, if you'd like to apply to that, the link is in the bio as well. And the deadline is September 10th. And I am also... Um, on the 9th, I believe it is, but I'm, I'm doing a free, I'm doing a free, um, workshop for artists. It's going to be about how to create your own unique style as an artist. And, you know, my seven steps that I use to really get you to think about what your style is and how to really delve into that because as you guys already probably know a recognizable style is a really powerful tool for you to um, get recognized as an artist you want people to look at that and say oh that's a Monet or that's whatever your last name is Um, you want to be recognizable so that free workshop um, online is going to be coming up if you want to reserve your spot for that it's free the link is in the bio. So lots of things coming up. Very excited. And I, I will talk to you guys soon. Um, next, next time we're going to be doing for the month of September, our focus is going to be actually focus. So if you are somebody who struggles with distraction or you feel like you never quite reach your potential with your work, or you just feel like you want to be more productive, this is going to be a great month, and we're going to be talking all about focus and ways to increase your focus. So you can also join us in the Visionary Artist Salon Facebook group. It's totally free. Link is in the bio as well, and you can share your experiences there. And we're going to be talking all about focus this month. So that's all for today and I hope you guys have a really wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.